What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Looking Ahead to Better Days. I am Chris here with my kick-ass co-host, Ryan. Ryan, how's it going? I am great, and I'm welcome, everybody, to this special holiday special, uh, Christmas special, uh, Looking Ahead to Better Days, Looking Ahead to uh, Christmas Days. I'm, I, you got any big uh, holiday plans this uh, coming up here, Chris? Um, we are going to do a little bit of traveling. We're going to go down to, mm-hmm. uh, to Nags Head. It's a day trip. Uh, Nags Head's only like an hour and 45 minutes, two hours from here. Yeah. So, um, we're going to do Christmas morning at home. Then we're going to travel down to, uh, Nags Head, uh, with Hannah's family. Oh, cool. Cool. And, I'm actually yeah. excited. I got, um, my brother is flying into town, um, I'm the oldest of five, so I got a big family. But so this is going to be the first time we're going to have the entire family uh, together for like last five years. That's um, awesome. Every, yeah, everybody's been like off. You know, life happens, so right. everybody's off doing their own thing. But I think we're actually going to get a full house this year. So real excited about that. That's pretty cool, man. Um, I knew you had five siblings. Mm-hmm. But I did not know you were the oldest, unless you've told me, and I have. I've told that. you a million times. And you probably you forget, have, but that's okay. We we don't Every expect time. much from you, Chris. That's all right. No, nobody really <laughs> does. Um, it started with my parents, and you know, I still disappoint them to this day. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, speaking it's been of disappointments, <laughs> speaking of disappointment, um, <laughs> in the uh, I guess it's been it's been about a month since we, mm-hmm. we recorded the episode where uh, we, we were clued into the fact that Ted Cruz watches the show. Uh, yes. Go fuck yourself, Ted. Yes. Um, Hello, is, RNC uh, research person. I hope that you're, um, your life is a hell right now. Good right? luck with that minimum wage job and uh, go fuck yourself. Right. So. Yeah. yeah no, you're, you're, you are not doing the Lord's work. No. Not at all. <laughs> If any of that stuff is real, he's he's standing out there. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Not even close to what I said. Did you read that book at all? No. Not even once. Not even once. You let that guy, dude, that guy. You let that guy be the one that told you. Yeah, really, that oh, guy. <laughs> yeah, because that that makes sense. You know, right. you, you have these supposed chosen people. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. It just so. fucking everybody's <laughs> misinterpretation of the Bible. And I hope you oh. had to listen to that. I made it long and drawn out, so I just offended every little ounce of your soul. Um, <laughs> um, enjoy that. Enjoy that blasphemy. Right. So, so, anyways, enough enough about them. Um, yeah, uh-huh. uh, glad to finally get back. Uh, you know, get back in the routine. Uh, we got a really special guest we got on we uh what i guess let's not let's not let's not mess around let's just go ahead and uh bring her on what do you say yeah we're gonna go ahead and bring on Rhonda hart all right we'd like to welcome on our favorite ted cruz cosplayer Rhonda hart Rhonda, how are you uh i am good tonight um but i'll be honest with you last week was it a week ago with the um Michigan um, mass shooting event that kind of that stuff will mess with your head mm, absolutely and um, me and a lot of other a lot of my other survivor friends um, you know we all kind of have our own little like flashback episodes whenever we get a mass shooting event like that and this one like the more I found out about this kid and the more I learned about the circumstances of what was going on, like 
it really just felt like CFA 2.0. I, I was I was mentioning that to Chris that it just I couldn't help but notice that how many parallels there were yeah. um, between the two. I mean, it really was kind of crazy. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it was a it was a young kid that shouldn't have had access to a gun anyway. The parents literally bought this for him on Black Friday, which I don't understand why you're buying a gun for a kid that's 15. Um, on Black Friday, like who? Uh, yeah, people go out for TVs. Who's like, you know what? I think I think I want to go get a sale on a gun. That sounds like a good idea. Right. That sounds fucking awesome. Um. Because really, the kid is as old as my teenager is because he's turning 15 in February. Um, so it really just it blows my mind. And then how he was literally writing out, like, help me. I, you know, blood, what did he, blood and guts everywhere. He wrote something like that. He was literally flying his little freak flag. Um asking for the grown-ups in the room to step up and help him and they didn't they literally like turned around and left this kid and it's just so tragic so many failures on so many different levels so many opportunities that if someone was just smart for a second yeah this would have turned out a a whole lot different for real he had been turned in by by several of the teachers and they had a meeting that morning and they sent him back to class and there's no way they didn't check him or they checked him because they would have had to have found the gun. He would have had to have had it on him. He did not go home. It was already in the building unless one of the parents brought it to him. And, you know, that gets into way, way conspiracy theory uh, territory. But I mean, they did run. So anything's on the table at this point. Oh my God. And I was cracking up when I found out that they were on the run. That to me was utterly hilarious like go ahead and run from the cops and see what that does to your time mm-hmm. that's your little heart yeah yeah trying 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 to sneak into canada <laughs> all things it's like... you know i have a lot of issues with um prisons and jails and criminal justice you know in general um but i think if you're an adult and you provide a gun to a child you all can go, we can get family style, family unit jail cells. And all of y'all can go and sit and marinate together for however long your sentence is, because you're just, if not more. Yeah. And and I think this is one of the first cases where parents have been charged. So that's just kind of like changing the scope and the direction of how these are, these things are being handled. Um, I'm not sure what kind of, repercussions parents have had before but this seems like it's been the most serious yeah so in the state of texas it's kind of a joke if a parent leaves their gun out for anybody that's 16 and under it's like 30 days in jail and a class c misdemeanor that's it it's like a freaking slap on the wrist yeah it's just ridiculous absolutely ridiculous Yeah, like i said all of y'all need to be staying in that jail cell together as far as i'm concerned no then it's absolutely ridiculous you should not be allowing children to have unfettered access to guns like this and just get a slap on the wrist you know if 
you need to be liable for that gun. If you had that gun, you need to be liable for every bullet that comes out of that gun. Absolutely. Period. Hundred percent. It's it's no different than leaving a bag of drugs on the table. It's just as dangerous. It, it mm-hmm. it's, can do just as much damage to a small child. And the yeah. same people who are like, well, no, I can just leave my gun without any any kind of safety precautions. Yeah, but then they're going to yell, excuse me, about a bag of cocaine and like it's any kind of different. It just I don't see. It's there's not. no gray area there. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's not. You're accepting that liability. You have a tool that's designed to kill people that's what it's there for and you choose to you know not handle it responsibly you know i'm sorry you're liable for that (laughs) you know locking it up and being and putting it in a secure place is being responsible not just leaving it out for any kid to have or have unfettered access especially like in in this situation you know kids who are having obvious emotional distress oh, you know yeah. you, you know you talk about red flag laws and things like that like you know here's a perfect example of somebody who should not have had access to that gun at all period and then to be given one you know it just there's so many different wrong things with that let me tell you how bad it is on on you know at ground zero right now with with these kids they're really kind of off the chain and even the ones that are usually mellowed out aren't and so the kids are having a hard time adjusting coming off of covid there's all sorts of mental health issues we already already do a shitty job of dealing with mental health issues we already had a shooting in my district at a school this year where luckily nobody died but that person who shot them the kid at the school had already shot a small child on the beach he had an ankle bracelet on wow it's you know uh, how how does that happen you know uh we i've been on lockdown multiple times this year yeah it's it's insane to me and you know while i wasn't in heritage high school i was in the district so it just it resonated throughout the whole the whole district everything that was happening because you have brothers sisters cousins all that shit newport news is big you know I, I am down on the complete opposite side of where heritage is but that shit hit all of us like everybody was like and all the stories that were coming out and that that you know we've talked about um you know 9-11 the different things you hear and you never know what's true until you know it's all over but it was it's insane to me and all the the ways that people failed leading up to it and it seems like the same thing over and over and over again and nobody gets held accountable but apparently his parents are so you know step forward in the right direction i guess yeah oh yes i totally like i said i totally support his parents being charged outstanding mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean, I, they came out with, like, armfuls of guns and shit. Yeah, his mom sent him a text message basically saying, well, you need to learn to not get caught this time. Um, how, how is that right? I, I don't understand. But I'm, I'm glad they're getting their just desserts. It's about damn time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and hopefully, it, honestly, it, it serves as a deterrent um, because we really need something like that because dead children is not the deterrent. So maybe if we go after the adults in mm-hmm. the room that consistently do nothing, 
Um, maybe just maybe we'll see some change when parents are tired of going to jail because their kid shot up a school. Anytime that a minor child gets access to a gun, that was a, that was a definite choice by the adult in their life that I'm going to leave my gun in between the couch cushions or like, you know, between the mattress and the box spring where my kid can easily find it. It's too easy to go and get a lockbox or a trigger lock, cable lock, that kind of shit. Bass Pro will give you trigger locks and stuff for free. Mom's Demand Action gives cable locks. It's not like rocket science. Um, so it's definitely a choice, um, you know, that a parent makes to leave their stuff out. I, you know, to just get a little vulgar here a little bit. If you're an adult and you have adult toy items and you hide them better than you're hiding your gun from your kids, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You should be just as mortified as when your kid finds your dildo. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, just imagine that your gun is a giant rubber dick. <laughs> I mean, for all that, yes. <laughs> so, uh, that's uh, that. I mean, if we want to start talking about, you know, some of the gun culture out there, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's what it is. I yeah. love, I love those um, photoshopped and the the one with the U.S. representative where everybody's got like a Uzi and nobody mm-hmm. like this guy is pointing it at the sister and the little kid. Someone went and photoshopped a bunch of dildos in there. And <laughs> Those are my favorite. <laughs> it was great. And then um, in my local Democratic group, um, someone photoshopped the picture with, um, what's her name? Insurrectionist Barbie Bobert. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Laura, yeah. And they were like, support Planned Parenthood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man, man, man. She is something just to even go off on the track. How do you marry the guy who, you know, showed you their wiener in a bowling alley when you were like a child? Like, how does that seem like a good idea? And how do your parents co-sign on that? Like, like how, how does, how is, how is, any, how is everybody okay with that? Like, is nobody questioning things? Who's the uh, one? She's from Colorado, right? Mm-hmm. Colorado or it's, you know, Colorado. She's the one that Colorado. Uh, Colorado. She's right. hollering at Beto that one time. Yeah, she confronted Beto. She was like, "Well, I have my Glock right here, Hardy Har Har." Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and here's the thing: there are responsible gun owners. My dad is a responsible gun owner. He doesn't have a million weapons. He has very mm-hmm. few. He has a giant, giant safe that only he knows the password to excuse me, that only he knows the password to. It, nobody's getting in that thing. I don't know it. I, and I'm 35. You know, he's got it, all, everything locked up. Um, even the guns that are over a century and a half old, because we have an 1865 uh, um, Springfield rifle that was an heirloom. It's super cool, but also it is just, it'll explode. You can't, it's, it's super old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't do anything with that shit. Um, but all, but still, you can't do anything with it, but it's locked up. He's got a sword from a U.S. Navy sword from World War One, locked up. That is how you treat your weapons. He has a 16-year-old child in the home. Mm-hmm. My brother 
hasn't seen a gun, let alone would he know how to use a gun if he stumbled upon it. And that is probably 95% of your kids. And, you know, you it's not hard to be responsible. It really isn't. I'm pretty sure he has, uh, in in the safe, he has the, uh, the, the locks on him as well. Good. Yeah, he's Good. like a super anal retentive person. Um, everything has its place. Like, you know, if you've ever seen Big Hero 6, how the guy has the outlines, that is exactly how my father oh, okay. is. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's him. <laughs> right. But, but so Rhonda, that but that's kind of a lot that's of the work rare. you that's something a lot of the work you've been doing also has been really focused on safe storage of guns and making sure that things are secure, right? Yeah, that is like that is um people ask me what are your top issues, you know, to reduce gun violence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we get a lot of blowback on the democratic side and i know where he was coming from um but it was in the september presidential debate when beto said hell yes we're gonna take your ar-15s mm -hmm. that really i don't i don't think that the public needs to have access to ar-15s but i also realize it's like trying to deport every illegal migrant worker here like there's not enough resources to deport everybody that's here illegally right so we don't have the resources to round up all of your guns this is just not possible but he was saying it because he was 30 days out from the el paso shooting and like emotions were high and all that but um the most reasonable thing that folks can do is to get a safe and just lock their shit up like you don't want anybody to steal it, right? Why would you leave your gun in your car? Because your car's not safe. It's basically surrounded by glass. Um, you know, seriously, you have a, if y'all take out your phones, how many, both of you right now, do you have um, biometric to unlock your phone? Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, right, yeah. yeah, it's too freaking easy, right? Just get yourself a biometric safe and it takes like one second to open. It won't at all impact your timing if god forbid you do get broken into and you just have to unlock your biometric seat right well yeah and that, that would actually be better security wise than a you know a, a safe would be better than like a corded yeah the, those cables yeah. you know it, you would actually want a safe if if you were if you were carrying one yes yeah yeah. And, you know, it should be required. It should be, you know, unless you unless you're maintaining control of that weapon, it needs to be secured. And yeah. security means, you know, somewhere safe, secure. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, that's that's number one. Um, the 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 number one issue that I mentioned. You know, if those guns had been in our case, if those guns had been locked up and secure away from that kid, our shooting would have never happened. Um, or if the kid had been removed from the house and maybe, you know, at his other parents' house where there weren't any guns, the shooting doesn't happen. Um, so we know that like when folks are feeling suicidal, that if they have access to guns, we know that they're able to complete that thought process about 90% of the time. If we take a gun out of the equation and they like cut themselves or swallow a bunch of pills or whatever, we can reverse that. We can stitch you back up. We can make you puke. 
can bring you back around, but it's that having that, don't you know, having that deadly weapon in the equation really fucks it up. It's like for real, like there's, yeah. there's no coming back from that, but you, yeah, you don't exactly come back right. from a gun to the head. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. No. And, and that's, that's, yeah, honestly, I'd never even thought about that. Like you can, you can, you, the other things are reversible. You can save, you yep. know, a child yep. who is in there. The, the number of children suicide uh, yeah. this year is going to be insane. Uh, let me tell you, yeah. um, just based off of, you know, what I'm seeing in schools. So like, why wouldn't we want to, why wouldn't we want to take that extra step and you know we can kind of tie this into a couple of the other more recent news items you know we 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 care about babies when they're in the womb but not when they're born apparently or at at, court this is what fucks with my head sometimes is that you know a fetus at 14 weeks boy that's an important thing right there you have to protect that at all costs you have to excuse me my stupid dogs are working it's okay <laughs> it's okay mine's locked outside <laughs> my kid having her heart be 14 years old in art class that was not important that didn't matter republicans want to have the fetus grow and grow just a little bit until they're old enough to quote unquote harvest in a school shooting or on the battlefield with the military. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, you know, they aren't concerned about rights though. I mean, I'm, 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 I've kind of come to a conclusion that it's not a, it's just a method of control on yeah. them it, it's really what it is it's you know government so small it can fit in your uterus yeah you know? like yeah it, it's just a way of controlling people it's a, it's a way of in, implementing some theocracy that you can only have sex in a certain manner prescribed by god and it, it, it that's really what it is and i'm, I'm tired terrible. of pretend well i'm tired of pretending that it's anything other than that i mean i mean it's true you know, but it doesn't mean it's not terrible and clearly it doesn't work you know the catholic church is a great example is that why they call it the missionary position probably <laughs> i don't know it's probably because it's boring i don't know man <laughs> I just I can't imagine I can't imagine being that that the life that you know it's great just nobody can enjoy anything the one natural joy that all of us get we're just gonna fuck that up for all of you it's it's uh, I just want to have nice things yeah we can't we can't have nice things no it's a way and I'm, I'm gonna try not to share too much information here but Forcing women to carry through with these pregnancies that they don't want. Um, So they're making women have these babies that they don't necessarily want to have, maybe that they can't afford, that the other um, sperm donor parent figure doesn't want. They're, (laughs) They're making women carry the babies. But then on the flip side of this, I can tell you that they're not hiring more staffers in the child support division of the state of Texas. Or probably anywhere. Anywhere. So these women that probably can't afford to have babies, 
are now having babies and there's no way to track down the other parent and as a custodial because i'm going to go through this as a custodial person custodial parent in the state of texas you can't enforce your own child support orders without hiring a lawyer to draft your shit so you have to spend money to get your money for your child support which is absolutely ridiculous it doesn't even make any sense that's just how they get you that's how they just that's how they siphon money out of you and that's you know what they're doing is they're honestly it sounds like they're creating a workforce if they force them to have babies at when they can't it creates a a it it creates more poor people which creates more workers who are willing to do the labor which helps the rich get richer which is just not how good for capitalism in the long run when you have a whole Mm -hmm. lot of pissed off poor people um the terror sound familiar to anybody you know the guillotine and shit i don't want to fuck around with it <laughs> right oh man fuck those guys do what you yeah. need to it's it's literally like you know just put the women on a little hamster wheel and let them run around and spin until they fall off and keep them barefoot pregnant and chained to the stove um, it's not progress and not even in, in the no, close. It's not progress. And you know, there's, there's also information out there that says when you, when you keep folks like right at that poverty line, maybe just a little bit above it. And then you go and dangle things like three hot meals a day and a bed to sleep in and free medical care and all the travel that you want with the U S military yeah we'll go for it they really do college money that's why i joined they promised me how much money for college that's 100 percent why i did it <laughs> um but it works i mean it i joined <laughs> that's what got me to join that was the well i mean i joined during peacetime you know we've been at war for the last 20 years so it's a little different now um yeah. I've never asked you how long were you in total before we it wasn't peacetime because you had joined it like right before then didn't you just I joined in 99 so yeah I joined in 99 okay Okay. sorry yeah so we would have been in at the same time so I went to boot camp in summer of 2000 and Mm -hmm. um I was right there at Fort Eustis on September 11. yeah I was in um I, I I just got to the Pentagon on September seventh. Oh, I was actually in the Pentagon during nine eleven. Yeah. <laughs> holy crap! I went I I went to the Pentagon like six months, seven months after, mm-hmm. and like we went, you know, because it, it's all layers, and we went up to like the last layer that got penetrated, and like mm-hmm. saw the drywall and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was. Um... It's definitely an interesting time. <laughs> I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah, oh, God. yeah it, it's funny though. Like I was down the road from Rhonda though. I was in Bacosan, which I'm sure you know and have the same feelings I have towards. I fucking hate that place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I think you know if we called mass shootings, especially school shootings, if we called them. Um, massive late-term abortions um, <laughs> maybe they would get a little bit more traction right maybe joel olstein may care just a little bit 
Maybe. <laughs> right. Maybe, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Something, I mean, you keep hoping something's going to change. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's kind of hard after Sandy Hook and, you know, the 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 amount of trauma that those parents had to go through with continue to go Alex through. Jan Jones bull, bullshit. And, oh, uh, special shout out to Mr. Alex Jones, who is uh, an absolute total piece of shit and um, Fuck will you, Alex. hell forever. Um, hopefully he's shit first because I think those parents are going to win some big money off of him and actually be able to collect. So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really hoping you, that we'll get justice out of that one. Oh yeah. No, take um, but that's the kind of things we need. Guy. We need more of that. We need more, we need more people taking responsibility for their actions. And I think that's the real problem that we're facing here with all these shootings and everything that's going on is that, you know, these aren't just, individuals that and, and this is true of everything these aren't just individuals that are happening in isolation there is a system around them that could be responsible and are failing and they are not being held liable afterwards you know maybe yeah. if we started increasing the liability of some of these people you know yes i'm glad to see that these parents are being held accountable now we need to start holding all the parents accountable you know we yes. need to start holding you know hey where did they get that weapon from the people who, who they who allowed them to have access to that need to be held accountable maybe people start thinking about what happens with their uh you know with their guns and what they're doing and maybe start considering whether or not it's worth it to have a gun in the house absolutely you know uh, it, you know like it, it's not it's not something that's just uh, yeah it's a right and a responsibility at the same time and i think the problem that we're facing here isn't that we want to take away people's rights it's that we want to make sure people are responsible you know yeah. we forget the second amendment also says well regulated mm -hmm. <laughs> like this is something that's kind of that they recognize was important as well you can't just have armed civilians running around in mass woohoo wild west shooting each other you know that's stupid that's not how a society is built you know you know when when they initially wrote the second amendment it was 1770 you know 76 and you used to have to stand there and put the little musket ball into your rifle you had to pack it a certain way it took you about 45 seconds to a minute to fire one little musket ball mm -hmm. and maybe it would hit your guy that you were aiming at that's why they say um there's that famous battle they said don't fire till you see the whites of their eyes because that's how shitty the gun was it Bunker would yeah. aim for anything so you had to be up close to, to get that shot and now we have M16s, we have 50 cals, we've got AK-47s, and these things are designed to hunt people down on the battlefield. That's literally all they do. And, um, you know, as the technology changes, so does that Second Amendment needs to be um, adjusted a little bit. I've said it, you know, I said it in this podcast, Joe the plumber down the road from me does not need an AR-15. Not and even a little bit. Not even a the the police, you know the Republicans. The Republicans say um, we back the blue, but they really it's turned into whack the blue. Um, the police can't carry enough armor 
to protect themselves against the level of firepower that these civilians are allowed mm-hmm. to acquire. Yeah, and that's and that's a, yeah. a problem on so many so many right. different levels. We're yeah. militarizing the police because guess what? We have military hardware just mm-hmm. running around. And and I'm and like you said, this it's these are like yes, an AR fifteen is a military weapon. You know, the the militaries do not use this weapon because it's you know a hunting gun they use it because it gives them an advantage on the battlefield (laughs) like this is what this gun is designed for you know this isn't a hog hunting gun this is a gun that is used to fight battles it it is it is meant for one thing Mm -hmm. and and it's the second amendment has hit the um supreme court before on multiple occasions right where they they've made rulings where you can't have a sawed off shotgun you can't have certain things that's well regulated it wasn't until like 2009 until they were like fuck it everybody can have anything just take what you want it it is the supreme court it might start getting worse i mean yeah uh, you know we'll, we'll see what happens comes we'll see what happens come uh this summer when the when they start actually releasing their rulings but uh i don't know uh, we we might be in for a, a a rough ride here with the with the abortion access because yeah you know if, if they start if they start limiting it to i think there's a case in mississippi and they're talking about limiting it to 15 weeks but you know if you're starting that downward slide they're just going to keep pushing the envelope yep and they're just going to keep doing it. so we're going to end up in a situation you know we're going to have to do something about the Supreme Court. At some I, point, it's going to have to happen. I, absolutely. Gonna They're going to have to pack the court. That's I, just going to be the, the thing that has to happen. I mean, I, I think it's been one of those. Nobody's really wanted to address it because there hasn't been, like, the MacGuffin or the high-priority issue that's, like, going to rally people. But Roe versus Wade will do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, people, go ahead. You know, you want to you wanna eliminate it. Well, you're going to see the legitimacy of the court, like, get thrown out on its yep. ear. Yep. yep. And well, that's that's where and that's where we're at. And whew, it's, this is going to be an interesting, interesting ride. And I've already told Hannah um, because we they elected Youngkin here. Um, we're going to keep a, a Democratic Senate for however long we need to. I, I, I'm hoping at least until the next time around, we can maybe pull some um, pull the House and the governorship back because I, it's if he could pass a, an abortion law here, he's going to try it. And if they pass that, I'm not staying here. I refuse to stay in a state that doesn't respect my wife's right to autonomy. And I've told her that multiple times. Like, I'll find it. We'll, we can. We'll, we will figure something the fuck out. Yeah. But that's that's a that's a line for me. And just you know, yeah. not that I need to stick up for her because she could probably kick Glenn Youngkin's ass. Not that you know she would. But <laughs> you know, I've Turn always the RNC bringing that shit up. Yeah, I've always been lucky where I've been able to make my own choices and have everything under control. But um, especially after Donald Trump was elected in 2016, you know, Kimberly and I, you know, did have start to have some conversations. And, um, you know, this sounds a little sick and twisted, but part of me, a small part of me is glad I'm not raising a daughter right now. And I don't have to worry about this reproductive shit. For her you know what i mean yeah oh absolutely yeah. I miss I her exactly terribly. don't from. get me wrong but it's like like good lord what are they gonna do next and um i'm glad i don't have to fight that for her you know it's 
they they have that poem the i uh first they came for the socialist and i was not a socialist so i said nothing you know they're coming for women's rights now they're going to go for lgbtq rights next and you know at what point they've already made the statements that you know this is a christian nation when do they start coming for those rights too like where does it end where does it stop we're throwing shit out the window for fucking sociopaths and people who are in fucking Dallas waiting for goddamn JFK to come back. Like he's going to come to the fucking place that they killed him. Are you guys serious? Who, want, who wants to tell them? Right. No, if, he's, <laughs> if he's coming back, right. It's going to be in Massachusetts. And he was a Democrat. <laughs> he masterminded the fucking civil rights act. Yeah. LBJ I don't know about those people. They're, Q is something else. It's a, it's fucking something. Know. It's it's just basically like weaponized flat earthers is really what it is. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Bless their hearts. Right. I like know. It's, like it takes actual effort to be that fucking stupid. I mean, it has to. The, the, well, I think it's 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 a cult. It like you talk about cult mentality with Trump, but I mean. You know, here it is in full display. He specifically formed these cult around his personality, and it isn't spun off. And here we have people camped out for for, uh, JFK. You know, it's... The fucking signs with JFK in a MAGA hat just (laughs) fucking... They crack me the fuck up it's only a matter of time till they like come up with something really really ridiculous we need to come up with something that really fucks with their sense of of, i I don't know it's gotta be jfk coming back from the dead to endorse donald trump isn't doing it for you no 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 no. it's got to be way more than that like we got it we got i mean these are people who like they they don't they're they're flat earthers i'm telling you they're flat earthers Uh, you fucking uh, George Washington or Abraham Lincoln was the reincarnation of Abraham Lincoln, and he's going to uh, reappear on a hill in in Illinois, of which he was born, coming back to fight the vampires. We can spell, we can sell this. Like it's not going to be hard. They're fucking stupid. There's vampires. I don't know. We can throw in whatever we want. Werewolves. <laughs> Mogwai. Yes. Whatever it takes. So, uh, we have recently. Uh, it has come to our attention because we have to deal with it repeatedly the last few weeks that the RNC and Ted Cruz listen to our show. That Whether is true. they do in, in reality is not. But no, no, they do. They totally do. They're oh, they're uh, they're listeners. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That motherfucker listens every week, and he has to hear us talk. Just as, at least a staffer of his. Day. Right. So, so that's why we say if if no, if we do nothing else but make their make them pay some staffer minimum wage to listen to us, I think it's worth it to keep doing this podcast, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, absolutely. And oh, yeah. I, I I think we need to start a segment called "What Would You Like to Say to Ted." Um, <laughs> so Rhonda, what would you like to say to Ted? Jesus Christ. Um, Again, I just I just responded or retweeted one of his tweets and he was going off about the Supreme Court and the sanctity of life and defending, you know, the lives of the unborn. And I and I replied back and I was like, you know what? I get it. A 14 week heartbeat. Super important. A 14 year old heartbeat. eh, Not so much. I just, you know, he won't fucking get it until his own kids or his wife is shot 
And I wouldn't wish that on him as much as I fucking hate him. I wouldn't wish that on him. And you know what, Ted? Grow a fucking pair of cojones and stand up and say that you save store at your house. You fucking told me in February last year that you safe store your guns at home. Do you know how much of a fucking difference that could make if you spoke on that publicly? Fucking revolutionize things. But no, you got to be a chicken shit and bow to the NRA and not say anything positive that could, you know, prevent the next mass shooting. Suck it, Ted. Suck it, Ted, indeed. He is the uh, human embodiment of a moose knuckle. Like, if a moose knuckle was a person, it's fucking Ted Cruz. (laughs) I'm trying to watch what I say on Twitter because I eventually want to get verified. But Ted Cruz can, like, gag a maggot. He's so gross. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure something could happen. I mean, like, Donald Trump already called his wife ugly, and he was like, oh, no, dude, I'm totally... Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to let him cuddle me. That's that's what's going to happen. Like he's such I've never he's he's Jerry from Rick and Morty. If Jerry got elected to office, I don't know if you guys have seen fucking Rick. And Morty. I have, but I don't think that I don't I don't know. He's a little bit more Jerry's. No, no, no. There's an episode where there the like. I guess there's an embodiment of him is a fucking worm, and that's all I see with Ted Cruz. Because <laughs> all it wants to do is suck on the teat of the the Beth monster fucking bug thing, and you know that's, that's Ted Cruz. <laughs> the next time Beto comes to Houston area, like really, my cutoff is like Conroe. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next time he comes to Houston area or Galveston, I'm going to bust out the gray polo shirt and the Texas mask. Oh, please do. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. Oh my God. I, I, I fucking, every time you bring that up or I see it, I show Hannah and I'm <laughs> like, look at this fucking genius, 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 genius. You are, you are our favorite right. for sure. And we, yeah. Uh, you know, you were talking about that he pays a staff member or something minimum wage. I can tell you, too, that, like, my congressman reads my Facebook comments on his page. Mm-hmm. So, well, if you can find these little ways to bug the shit out of these GOP guys, do it. Like, send them just fucking the most random postcards. <laughs> what you thinking about? And he's like random messages on mitch mcconnell's you know why are you such a turtle dick (laughs) that is true though i mean politics you know needs to be personal he you know you need to know you need to be able to hear from your constituents and you know i hear a lot of people talking about oh you know you know if you see him in public, say something. See something. See somebody say something. You know, yeah. go right. for it. T- call him a turtle. I've watched I've... Beto handle that very well from people, and he's always every time I've seen him, uh, I you know I had a couple of op- several opportunities to see him in public, and you know random people will come up, and he handles it gracefully. Yeah, you know, it was, like, all, it was all going to throw hands at somebody. Um, but the the main phone number to Washington D.C. Write this down, guys. Is two zero two 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 four 
3121 and the operator answers and you just say, I need such, such and such office. I need Lauren Boebert's office. I need Marjorie Trader Green. And you can leave them messages. It's amazing. <laughs> and someone listens to those. <laughs> and they have to. And they have I, to. Yeah. It's a, and it's they a, have yeah. there to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just for our listeners' uh, benefit, turtle wieners are weird. I googled it because she called somebody a turtle dick, and I was like, "What? <laughs> I've never heard that before." But you know what? I don't know. Do we really want to be encouraging our listeners to Google turtle dicks? I'm not. <laughs> I did it for them. That's exactly what I just did. I had to. Oh, you suffered for everybody else, I right? Did. It's always. <laughs> It's for the greater good. Okay. Um, whatever, you know, don't don't like stoop to their level because we have heard those messages that were left left on Ilhan Omar's mm-hmm. calling her the N word and death threats and that. Don't say that kind of shit. Just tell them that like they need to step on a kid's Lego or something. Right. Yeah, I, I I believe in elevating your insults. If you have yeah. to, you know, you, yeah. get, you have to get down to. You know, high school, middle school level stuff. You lost. Yeah. You know. You know if you're gonna if you're gonna do it. You know, be clever. <laughs> do something clever. Don't be. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you can be. You can tell somebody how you feel without necessarily being an asshole. Yeah. Like there, there is there is a line there, but so, you know. So where does telling Josh or saying Josh Holly tucks it in and keeps girls in pits in his basement? Where does where does that fall? He gives off really serious white (laughs) guys. Ooh, while we're what about um, what's his name? Matt Gates. When is he gonna get indicted? Like he's a a real serial felon. Like Holly fucking is just a weird dude that probably didn't have many friends in high school. But like Gates, that was Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz was a weird person who didn't have many friends in high school. (laughs) If you've seen his high school, baby, he was a mime. You know, I, I have this I have this little like pet conspiracy theory in my head that, um, you know, Josh Duggar was just found guilty on charges of um, Charlie Papa. Right. We know the CP and S.A. on his um, little sisters. I have this theory that like Josh Duggar and Matt Gates like ran in those same circles and like Matt is up next to get in trouble i would fucking hope so i i i do family values pack Mm -hmm. dc for a while and there's photos of him floating around with ted cruz Rand paul all them gop dudes yep I'm I'm waiting for the this trial of uh, Gish and Maxwell to, Maxwell to come out and find out what Trump was all doing at those parties. Yeah, I want to oh, know what like, all of them were doing. I do, need, my big thing still. My big thing is criminal justice reform and fighting for those who are incarcerated. However, my line is children. If you fucking do anything to a child, anything is fair game. Children are the most innocent thing on the on the planet. They don't have a choice, but the adults do. And when the adults decide to do mm-hmm. shitty things to those children, bury them under the jail. I, or I circling back to what we were talking about earlier, allow those kids to do shitty things, mm-hmm. you know, and and literally put the gun in their hand and send yeah. them into the classroom. Same idea. 
Yep. Like, how far are we going to allow this to happen? You know? Yep. For real. Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on and joining us. This has been a lot of fun. We need to do this more often. Yeah. It's always yeah. great to have you on. Oh, yeah. We need to do this. Like, I don't know how often y'all put this out, like once a month or whatever. Um, but we should totally do this again and make it a regular contribution. And, um, you know, I'll Absolutely. be honest, you guys need a female on here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, we do. It's, I, yes, 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 we do. Yep. And I need, um, so I got one of those sticker. I got a cry cut. So I'm going to need Hannah to send me all those images that we were talking about. I've got you. I'll, uh, she had a, she had a, a party she had to throw. And so, um, at one point in time, it looked like the bag that she carried them exploded in the back of my car and there were <laughs> glittery dicks everywhere. <laughs> oh, awesome. Everywhere. These little, and they are a little, there's a, there's a company online called Dick Switch. Oh Yeah. And they 3D print them and they fit over your toggles on your light switches. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm buying a bunch of those and I'm I counted the number of um of light switches in my father-in-law's house. Yeah. And one of the things that I told my mother-in-law before she passed was I was gonna do that to him before we moved out and we ran out of time because we had to rush out mm -hmm. because she was sick. But I'm gonna get him because I'm going on winter break. And he's going to be at work all day. I might have to order <laughs> some of those. And he's just going to come on at home and just start flipping wieners. God, it's just going to be, it's going to be so worth it for me. And they've, <laughs> they've expanded their line now to where you can get them with a little suction cup base. Um, a oh, that's incredible. You can get them um, as valve stem covers for your tires. That's yeah. fucking hilarious <laughs> please don't tell the students at school that <laughs> every teacher career. they're only like ten dollars for a bag of ten and you know they just like fit real quietly i guess you could say inconspicuously in a padded envelope you know mm -hmm. That's just one of those little things that you could mail your senator a card and slip in a little dick in it and say, here you go, man. <laughs> I, I, if you had to guess how many, how, how many of these, these dicks have you have, have, have randomly gone into the universe? Oh God. I don't know. I know I've ordered at least two bags of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, see them I see them all the time. Cause I talked to like, I, I, I talk about your um, Cox, not Glock sign all the time. And I like how we're ending this episode and we've routinely gone back to talking about plastic phallic objects. <laughs> and I, I hate that that's a weird theme that ends up on this show because I, you know, Roger Stone looks like a dildo dressed as a Batman villain. I <laughs> the thing. Yeah. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. The man's head is shaped like the fucking Vader helmet you can't do anything else with that. Yep. I mean, the man literally has a dick tattooed on his back. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We all know that, um, actually, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz pushed a law to limit the amount of dildos that you can own. Oh, yeah. The limit is six. 
Yep. So what happens if you get caught with a seventh dildo? Who has that conversation? It's just, We're going to go door to door to, to confiscate that dildo. I yep. just imagine a fucking cop standing there shaking it at you. Does this this is seven dildos. This is one dildo two minutes. It's like flopping <laughs> back and forth and he's trying to take it seriously. But I, I, I can tell you from personal experience that if you really do want to embarrass those bubbas and make them turn their backs around, just carry a giant Cox Not Glock sign to your next Black Lives Matter rally protest. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's, they wanted nothing to do with me. You're my hero. Fucking, I love that. That's just <laughs> so funny. <sighs> oh, God, I just snorted. Um, yeah, all right, guys. <laughs> so, so uh, on that note, <laughs> so once again, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely... Uh, We'll be talking again soon. So uh, absolutely, we can make this. Uh, we can definitely make this a yeah. regular thing. And so. I think that you know, getting back to the original theme of why we're all on this for Beto, um, how we all met. You know, maybe as we get after the primaries and we start getting like a firm idea of like who lieutenant governor is going to be, and you know who's really going to be on those ballots from November. I think we really you know should pick it up. I mean, it's important. It's fucking important. Oh yeah, absolutely. Out, God, he's such a twat. All of them, absolutely. Twat waffle, indeed. Mm. Maybe we'll talk about Greg Abbott next because I got. got Oh, we have we have things to say for sure. But next up, tune in next time. (laughs) Next time on oh wow, not Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, throwing it back to the regular show. It's always great when when Rhonda comes on the show. Oh yeah, she's she's great. She's fantastic. She's one. She's really fucking funny, um, <laughs> and just she fits right. Anytime she comes on, it's just a. It, oh, it's a just I, I love hit listening to her just start spitting fire. She 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 gets she gets going for sure. <laughs> for, like for real, she really doesn't like Ted Cruz. No, but to be fair, I don't think any. But Ted Cruz doesn't like Ted Cruz. I um, yeah, it's like people like the idea of Ted Cruz, but nobody really like likes him as a politician. You know, it's like, right? Oh, I like that guy because he's giving it to the liberals and telling them how it is. And the reality is, he's just you know, like like for example, you know, our tweet that got us going. If you looked at his Twitter recently, like he tweets nonstop. He like he tweets worse than Trump ever tweeted. It's just ridiculous yeah. how much he's, that man tweets. He's a, he's a cartoon character, right? Like seriously, uh, he's a cartoon character who has the sad tuba that follows him around mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> but you know, he likes <laughs> it. Like he just died in Mario. Right. right. I mean, it'd right. be it'd be it'd be funny if he wasn't just such a just absolute horrible dipshit human being but but he's our senator for the next well four years so we got to deal with it i mean wait no no wait no yeah i'm about to say no wait no no, that's right because cornyn just got elected it was it's it's, he's up next but yeah we got a governor race in between now and then and that's got something we gotta lots going on oh man it's it's, you know it's it's uh it's starting to pick up uh you know, Beto announced, and so I think the Democrats finally have a 
horse in the race who can actually run. Um, yeah, it's not just some lame guy, you know, I, I mean, there are other, we still have a primary coming up and there are technically primary challengers to Beto. Um, are there? I had no idea. There are several now, you know, I, are they I, like and, actual ones? Or are they the ones that the RNC are like, Hey, we're going to give you this. Well, they're actual money. real Democrats with actual, I mean, I would say, I don't, I can't say it's necessarily vouch for all of them, but I will say, yes, there are actual real Democrats with actual real platforms who are running. The, the, that's, the pro- that's awesome. The fundamental problem still comes is Texas is fucking huge and you can't yes, just is. run a little, you know, what works in one state just, doesn't work in the state. Not only is it huge landmass wise, but huge population wise. Um, so, like, you can't just build a little small plucky campaign and go at it. You got to have something that can iterate on itself and become just massive. You know, you yeah. can you can get by with this plucky campaign that can get away with this, but you can't do it unless you. Like Texas, you really need to be able to iterate yourself. You really need to be able to let it blow up, and you need money for that. You know, Beto came up with two million dollars in his first day. It's pretty big, pretty big splash. Um, that's right. not that's not that's not chump change. Um, not at all. And and the good thing I think with Beto's campaign is he has proven in the past multiple times now. Um, you know, his presidential campaign was about as lean as you could get. His, you know. The beginning of his Senate run was pretty lean. Like you can get a pretty lean campaign and do well with that kind of money. So, and he's proven he can do it. Um, oh, absolutely! He's drawing huge crowds. Like, he's getting all good, over Texas. He's getting good crowds. I mean, he's already out there talking to everybody, going everywhere. Uh, he came by Galveston already. You know, yep. I think he came by Earl uh, later last time. Like he came by Galveston already. Uh, I unfortunately didn't get a chance to go see him. That was uh, uh, just that's your bad. Okay. Well, unfortunately, as much as I like Beto, I like my mortgage getting paid better. So <laughs> I, had, I had work. I know. <laughs> but my um, he went to Beaumont, and my mom got to see him, and that's got cool. to got to meet him, get a picture. Uh, apparently. Uh, very strong responses. Uh, got a lot of talk about um, women's rights to choose was a big issue de- dealing with yep. that. And also, um, what was the other one? I think it was, uh, let's see, it was women's rights to choose. Oh, and gerrymandering. Gerrymandering was a huge issue. And that's something that's, um, if you're not from the state, I don't know, Virginia. You're probably going through this right now because you have you have a gerrymandering fight there. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, no, it's bad. They're they're trying to gerrymander real bad, and mm-hmm. it's getting handed over to the Supreme Court, who is super conservative. Mm-hmm. So you know, the guys who aren't supposed to be political are going to be political and be like, oh no, we can split up all the mm-hmm. Democrats, and you know, oh wait. People of color typically vote Democrat there. Let's go ahead and break them up into three different things. Mm-hmm. That's predominantly uh, like like Dan Crenshaw's uh, district. It looks like Bart Simpson. Oh, it, 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 it's it's ridiculous. This is one of the most gerrymandered. I mean, my district. Jim Jordan's is bad too, but he's in he's in Ohio. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch. Texas is a very gerrymandered state. I mean, mine is 
an extremely heavy Republican majority. I think it's like a Republican 35 plus 35 or something around here. It's, yeah, it's, good old Randy Weber. It, it, it's that bad, but it's gerrymandered to hell because the only reason, you know, uh, it's considered contiguous is because of a boat, like the ferry that connects the Island to the peninsula. Like on the other side is the only reason why it's considered contiguous. Otherwise it would be an illegal and they're pulling so many different things. Like, that is the one thing about Texas is Republicans try, Republicans try and play this game that they say gerrymandering is about, yes, it's unfair, but we're doing it based on partisan reasons, not racial reasons. You know, but that doesn't hold up when you break up predominantly, you know, like predominantly Latino neighborhoods, or, which is a big problem or in Texas. In right Texas, now. it's you know, it's black neighborhoods. Is that you're, yep. you, you're okay? You're you're breaking up predominantly black neighborhoods and in specifically decreasing their voting power. Not and and you know, yes. You know they're they're trying to they're trying to act like oh well this is just some oh, Democrats are just doing this as an overlap and they're making partisan stuff about race and not realize that no it really is about politics like it isn't it isn't partisan it is racial you have a you have a a uh, group that is what's the word I'm looking for um, disenfranchised who's finally able to get some power and you're breaking that up and here's the funny part like if they just let it evolve naturally. The reality is that most of the black community probably would vote, like a large part of the black community around here would vote Republican on a lot of issues if they would just stop being so goddamn racist and trying to shut black people down every time they wanted to, every time they looked around. Like it's kind of silly. Yeah, um, no, and that's and that it, it completely de defeats the purpose of their job. Like their jobs aren't to legislate anymore. Their mm -hmm. jobs are just to get elected. Like they're not doing anything but playing to part. And it's, it's, and I don't want to say the GOP is completely guilty. Uh, and the Democrats aren't, but I think the Democrats on a, on a whole, or just, they have a whole fucking disaster on their own with, uh, Mr. Manchin over there. I'm not even going to. Oh yeah. That, that, that's Fuck that, guy. <laughs> Specifically, that dude has come out and said some dumb fucking shit. And I'm, yeah, I'm sorry to go on. I, 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 I don't, I don't honestly, when it comes to Manchin, uh, I'm, I'm not sure why everybody is surprised. He's told no. everybody, this is how I'm going to vote for the last three months. He voted on the infrastructure bill and passed one point. Honestly, this is one of the things that kind of irritates me about Democrats. I'm going to get on a little bit of rant here. They well, passed. Once you're a, done with yours, I'm going to go back on mine. They passed a what was it? One point seven trillion dollars, one trillion seven hundred billion dollars in infrastructure spending. A couple quarters. Like they passed that, and they're then now they went back, went back for another what was it? One point three, one point five is what the the last one was. I, I forget the actual numbers. It's like. You put this bill up there knowing it would fail and knowing you didn't have the votes for it and support for it. So instead of celebrating and pushing and saying, look at what we were able to accomplish and going into the midterms with the high note of Democrats succeeded, we actually got you something that was important. Yeah, maybe it wasn't everything with climate change and all this other stuff, but you know what? We got some important stuff like fixing the roads and 
you know, doing some basic governance. And that's something you, that's a message you could take into the midterm and say, look, I get it. It's not everything. We don't have the votes, but hell, we're doing something we're governing. Instead, because of all this that's going on with Manchin, I really get the impression that we're now going into this, this, we're putting out the idea into the world ourselves that Democrats don't do anything. They can't even get their own act together to pass their own bills. Well, yeah, and it is contingent on him, right? Like, and that's the, the because they refuse to pass filibuster legislation. They they refuse to do all that lot contingent, of all that's contingent on him too. And and that's and that's very true. But you know, and that and that's that's another message we can we can move forward with. And then I've got a Bodie story. Um, it's they're always good. This one. <laughs> this one pertains to Joe Manchin, actually. Um, so, you know, we could use this, like if you don't, if you want this stuff passed, we need to win in the midterm. Mm-hmm. We have to go out mm-hmm. and show up at the polls, neutralize Joe Manchin, make, so it, make it, so it doesn't matter. He would probably, if, if, if he wasn't the swing vote, if, if he was vote number 52 and not 50, he'd vote a yes. I guarantee yep. you. He'd vote it, yes. It gets him a ton of attention. And the, the, the worst part is the shit he's saying behind people's back, uh, you know, Talking about you know all these people are just spending uh, their child tax credit on drugs. Fuck you. Well, Fuck yeah. You, keep, keep, again, you. keep a lot of that. <laughs> again, I get it. Keep a lot of that with a grain of salt. People, yeah, yeah, I mean, people, yeah, people. You know, but no. Seriously, no, no. Fuck that. Like, my, I use my kid's uh, child tax credit on his daycare. I'm saying I would take that statement with a grain of salt. I'm not I'm not convinced that that was a faithful representation of what he said. Th- that's the one problem is you do get a lot of uh, knee-jerk reactions when stuff like this happens and people do people do tend to make a lot of accusations that may not be entirely accurate or entirely fair or representative. I mean, the reality is... Has he come out and denied it? The the reality is Joe Manchin is still a better senator than any Republican. I I mean... Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Better than a Republican. Granted, that's a low bar. But it's a bar that needs to be. But it's a bar that needs to be cleared. It's still a bar that needs to be cleared, though. Like I'm, I, I, that's the state of our politics. Is at least he's not a Republican. If we were, I, I would be. I would be much more prone to go on the because because I'm, 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 I got to be. I got to think selfish here too. You know, strategically, like. I want a very great progressive senator like Beto to go out there and, you know, do this. I also recognize that there's a very real possibility the first senator who I do get who's a Democrat will probably be a lot more like Joe Manchin. I'd still rather – would you rather have Joe Manchin or Ted Cruz as your senator? This yeah, is the Ted wor- Cruz is an extremely low bar. But this is right? the wa- this is the world – I live in, and this is the world that a lot of Democrats in red areas live in, where where you're not necessarily going at the greatest, latest, and you know, you're not necessarily going with what your heart wants. You're going with what can get elected and get the other people out of office. <laughs> you know, like like yeah, the, it, that's it, the problem. It shouldn't be like that. You're it right. Should be about. But as long as we have a two-party system, doing I mean, the, the unfortunate reality is, as long as we have a two-party system, that's what it's going to be. 
if we had ranked choice voting, if we had a more of a parliamentary system where more than two parties were viable, it would not be like that. But or we just outlaw the ways that these guys make it a job. We put on term limits, like make it make it not lucrative to yeah. be a representative in Congress. That like it shouldn't be lucrative. And Nancy Pelosi said that some some dumb fucking thing about them being able to trade. No, you don't get to do that when you get when you go into public service. And originally the idea was you go into public service, you give up everything because you were dedicated to public service. Yeah, no, I any agree. kind of anything extra and that's the way it was when this country started. We are super, 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 super far from that, right? Like, if if Ted Cruz were a fucking NASCAR car, you wouldn't know what color he was painted <laughs> because there'd be so many fucking logos on his ass. It's true. The reality is uh, Ted it, Cruz might still get elected, but, <laughs> you know. yeah. You know, that he's he's not doing anything for anybody. He's doing things for Ted oh. Cruz. He doesn't give a shit about you. None of them do. It's and that's a, that's a sad. Tr- and that's not to take away from all Democrats. And to it's kind of we're kind of getting away from um, the, uh, the the thing with Pelosi, which is just fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I will tell you, I'm not a big personally. I think that term limits are the wrong way to address. Um this issues (laughs) i'm generally not a fan of term limits as a concept but but you know that the personal opinion though (laughs) yeah well strom thurmond ran for president in 1948 he died in the senate in like 2001 Mm -hmm. i mean he was in he was in his he was in his 90s when he died like it's the question well i think the question for me is that he didn't be a career well, does it if someone if 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 constituents have someone who think that they that is accurately representing their needs, why should they be forced to give that up? They should be actively cultivating in a, 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 the the people in the, within their community that are going to be the next. I hundred percent agree, and that's why you know I, I remember that person's going to be old or die at some point in time, or something's I mean, going to happen. That's the reason why Beto didn't be go back to his you know Congress seat is because yeah, you know at some point you need to make room for other people to come up. Um, yeah. You know, because it, it's it's not a career to him. It's a, it's something that he does because the, the, he has a sense of The problem with term limits, and here's the problem that you really run into, is what you basically do when you have term limits is you give all the power over to the lobbyists. Um, well, that's why you 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 neuter the. power It doesn't the matter because the like, that's not the, pro- the, 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 the problem. Guys. Isn't the power? It's the brain trust of how to make government work. You get those people in there who, you know, a constituent who's been in there for a couple of years. You know, let's use John Cornyn as an example. He's been there for a couple of years. Yeah, he's a Republican senator, but he's also a whip, also capable. You know, you could call his office and get constituent services and is someone who knows how to get get something done in government if you had to then turn around and anytime you wanted to get something done you didn't know how to do it and by the way there was no other elected official who knew how to do it you know you know something just as simple as parliamentary procedures or how to craft the bill and write it in a way so that it can get through committees you know things like things like that you don't want 
to be lost. Um, so it, it in, in, and, and the senator can't do that in six years. It's one of those things. Mm, effectively, no. If I if I could if I couldn't effectively teach in six years, they'd fire me. If I can't effectively do my job, in we're talking six we're talking months, Congress more than we are Senate, honestly. But no, and that's and that's what I mean. Like if you can, if, even if you go to the four years with with uh, the thing you got. Oh, so with, put it. Th- let's put it this way: representatives, whoever is sitting in whoever is sitting in the Capitol. By virtue of them just pro- just being there, they are going to be the, pe- the, the it's going they're the ones who are going to be collecting the power, right? Does that make sense? Like, no, I, I I got you, and I and I get it with the 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 whole idea of lobbyists. I think that's that's bullshit too. You know, we should have gotten rid of that that when we realized that the cigarette companies were lobbying to get cigarettes to kids and shit like that. That should have been like, oh no, we should absolutely not do that. No, I mean, same thing. No, no, I agree. I think we have a serious problem with lobbying, and that to me, to me, the lobbying issue really needs to get tied to campaign finance reform. And a hundred percent. And the the problem is, you're not going to get that because it doesn't. I mean, like either side, you have the ones that that you know they use. Oh yeah, no, it's it's totally a it's totally a problem. You know, it's both sides have the same issue where you go to con- if you're a congressman and you go to congress you get assigned a cubicle and there's a room and they're expected to put you know eight hours a day calling constituents and doing fundraising that's mm-hmm. just an expectation which is i think one yeah. of the reasons isn't that one of the reasons why beto ended up on the veteran affairs committee instead of the armed services committee because he refused to do that and so they put the big donors on the armed service committee and he got on the veterans affairs committee yeah, sounds, sounds about right. I don't know specifically. I, but, I, I seem to remember yeah. that being a, a, a thing. So yeah, it's it's you know, and so yeah, his the the base that was at Fort Bliss um, that's up there. Uh, like that's the first time that they, I think, their congressman wasn't represented on the Armed Services Committee or something like it was. It was something along those. I can't. Maybe it wasn't the Armed Services. That's the Senate Committee. It was something else. Um, I can't remember. I have no clue. Anyway, anyways, the point. It's, it's, <laughs> point. I, I get what you're saying, and, and raising needs bullshit, to stop. Anyway. Like the problem is, is that's you know, like we even talked about it. That was one of the reasons why Beto becomes a viable governor race over some of the other ones. It's because of fundraising. Well, yeah. If you think that's a problem, then that's a problem, and that's something that maybe we shouldn't be judging Beto based on his fundraising ability. The, <laughs> but you can't. Yeah, but those a lot of those. I think what the the is it was done in like twenty dollar increments or something like that. It's not like he's got. Uh, it's not he didn't make two million dollars on like one right. Guy. And it's and and, and, and we had to be lots and lots and lots. We of had to be fair here. We're talking about idealized system. We got to deal with the system we're actually in. Like, and that's and that's very very true. But that doesn't mean we can't talk about the things that, and especially when it comes to things like voting rights. Right? Like yeah. Texas is actively trying to neuter voting rights for people of color. That shouldn't be allowed. They're they're actively trying to. They're basically making the great white society. If you asked them, they they are taking people. They are neutralizing people of color's vote, voice. They're taking over their communities. Um, I mean, at what point in time do they start using eminent domain to start take to to start pushing out lower income oh, families from? Yeah, <laughs> that's been a. I, I mean, they're they're already doing that shit, right? Like it, here in Virginia, and you know what's funny. Because this never came to fruition, and this was before 2016. But they were supposed to build like a 
casino or like gambling boats or some dumb mm-hmm. shit in Newport News. And they were moving people who were down at one point of Newport News and then just relocating all of them. And uh, oh, by the way, that riverboat casino was supposed to be built by Donald Trump. <laughs> he apparently bought up a whole lot of land down there. Guess what's not down there right now? Uh, riverboat. Oh, riverboat or any any of that shit. It's uh, that nothing came of it. Um, it uh, it's did nothing but cause upheaval in in our community. It uh, they had to relocate people, and you know that's. That, 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 again, that's for business and that's whatever the fuck, but, you know, it's a, it's a real issue and it'll be a bigger issue if Republicans take power again. Like if they get a president and they have, they, Gates has already brought up, we're going to make Donald Trump the Speaker of the House because that's apparently a rule or some shit. Like it's not politics anymore or it's not government. It's, it's fucking egos and, you know. You, you need to sink or swim and you need to be fucking ruthless. And I think the, the Democrats need to be more ruthless. And I think we need to see a lot more of that out on the, uh, on the campaign trails. Um, I think we need to, to, to go for it, go for them on their record. I think Beto needs to do that. And I think he does a good job of it. He holds, oh, he's nice. done, he always does a really good job. Abbott's got, and, 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 you know, he's out there doing it. Abbott's, Abbott's got quite a record to be accountable for. Um, um, <laughs> he's sure. not, you can't, you can't freeze and kill people and also let however many tens of thousands of people die. But I just, I mean, in, I mean, in, in, in Congress, in, um, in general, Fucking make Joe Manchin vote. Make them vote. It, whether you're going to win or lose, make them vote. Make them show their hand. Because they have to go home to their constituents. Then you run on those fucking points. Hey, your fucking See, senator. This is where I disagree, though, that. because you're going to run against Joe Manchin versus, say, all the other red states where you actually can flip from a Republican to a Democrat. What do we do if Joe Manchin flips to the to the Republican Party? We flip two seats in Kentucky and West Virginia. I don't know. We we, we flip other seats. That's what I'm saying. So, but that's what you got to do. You've got, but you have to be able to. You have to talk to people about things that are happening in their community, real things that are happening. In and that and that community. and again, that's that that, that's why I say you know. The, the messaging from the Democrats needs to be careful here because you're met. You're, are you messaging a, you know, is, are you going to get a people anti Joe Manchin vote or are you going to get a Democrats were succeed succeeded and getting a major infrastructure bill passed that Trump was unable to do for four years? What, what, uh, yeah, what, sells how, a better, you... what sells a better story of success? Which one's going to go further? And I'm not saying just Joe Manchin. I'm talking everybody that votes for it. And it should just be, they should just run ads that show you would have had this in your pocket. This would have changed your life. Sure, if we're actually coordinated to run those kind of ads. That's the thing. And that's the problem is we keep focusing on Joe Manchin. But like, are we really running against Joe Manchin? Like we're going to fight, Democrats are going to fight Democrats instead of fighting other Republicans? Yeah, but it's they're not necessarily fighting each other. Fighting each other, and again, Joe Manchin has showed himself to be incredibly one and trustworthy. If you listen to the White House, but, but still, the, the fact but still, that but he's still approving all of uh, Biden's judicial nomination, judicial picks. Okay, 
like I say, the, what is any of the, what is any of this stuff going to matter if we don't get something like voting rights? What is the, no, nothing that the the infrastructure bill? None of that's going to matter if Republicans successfully take the vote away from a, a, a huge chunk of Americans. And then we have a real fucking problem because gerrymandering. Oh, I mean, but very, that's very, very I agree. Voting rights, all but that that's shit. Been, but that's so real really, news, honestly. They've been taking away voting rights since we've been fighting for voting rights. I mean, yeah, like, like that's not a joke. That's not a, a, a necessarily a Joe Manchin. You need. I guess this is where I'm, I'm fundamentally coming from: is the Republican Party is really good at being a party. They're really good, yeah, Democrats and, really and this is a perfect example of being bad at it. You never fight. You never punch left. You never fight your own guys. It's always the other people who are the problem. I mean, granted, that's what lets people like Ted Cruz fester and become a bigger thing than he should be. But at the same time, it's what allows them to stay in power with such a minimal amount of public support. You know, it's... You, you know, getting a lockstep with everybody, you know, they should have I, – I really think they messed up by doing the second vote. They should have just focused on what they knew they could get passed, get it passed, and then go around and preening about they get, that, 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 that they passed what they wanted to pass, what they knew they could pass. Yeah, but again, how does that help your – It helps them American, because that- it actually proves that the Democratic Party is a viable party. And that people are willing to vote for them to get things done and get things done. The correctly. Democratic Party has been around for uh, hundreds sure. of years. They've, they've, they've done things. But it doesn't have a good reputation saying, now. I mean, neither does it, the Republican Well, the Republican Party, Party has a better from, reputation among Republicans than the Democratic Party has among Democrats. And, and that is fair. I'm I'm coming from I'm coming from a perspective of I'm your average mm-hmm. voter. I, I care about very specific well, then you're not the you're me. not the average voter though that's the thing <laughs> well and you know you're right average voters and, and but that's not necessarily true even there may be everybody votes for something there's a reason sure. they vote and um you know like my some of it's dumb you do have people who just vote democrat to vote democrat and you do have people who vote republican to vote well most republican. people vote republican like just my, to vote republican let's make this like that clear oh, yeah. there's a, definitely a loyalty yeah. there yeah, my my mother texted me and was like, "Hey, uh, they're looking to take away, uh, to, they're looking to, to take away masks in schools. They're gonna make them optional." I was like, "Yeah, no shit, you voted for that when you voted for Youngkin. What the fuck did you think was gonna mm-hmm. happen? Like, how did you see that going? Right? Like, there are there is is that aspect, but most and even if it's not necessarily how they vote, your average American does care about things." Right. There are right. I think Americans what the average American cares about, I think it. what the average American cares about, honestly, is I don't want the fighting. Let's just get something done that we all care about. Hey, we all care about making sure the roads don't have potholes. Basic government function, I think we can all agree that needs to be done. And how far does that go? I think it go. I think in an era where the average person is sick of the argumentative stuff, sick of everything else, and hey, here's a bread and butter issue that's important to everybody, everybody, and it's good for America. I think it goes a lot further than people willing to willing to want. I 
I tend to disagree with the idea that you get more voters by becoming more radical. I think you... I don't see it as radical, though. I see it as, as just putting, putting this is what it is. This is what you could have gotten. This is what they voted against. If you vote this this mm-hmm. way, this is the goal. This is what you'll get. People, like, oh, the only ads you see now are just, this dude's a fucking asshole. Fuck right, that guy. and I've that's the, the problem. And that's why we could say it. That's why you now have this ad where someone can go out the ad and say, hey, because of my leadership and effort, I got us a new bridge, new roads, new infrastructure. Look at all this great like stuff I was able to bring back home and help improve my community. And that's a great selling point we, to say is that we, which is but great. now we, we shot ourselves in the foot. We can't make that selling point because someone's looked at that and it's like, yeah, but half of your party is bitching that they didn't get to do enough. Or half your party is bitching yeah. that, you know, the guy who did vote for like they're going to go sacrifice the guy who did vote for all that. You know, it's like take the wins you get and build on that. But like actually like let those wins be wins. You know, it's like that's the problem. It's like it's yeah. like Obamacare. I know, you know, we did Obamacare and then immediately everybody's like, oh, well, we should have had Medicare for all Medicare for all. That's the only way, you know, and now you have a large section of the democratic party who's like medicare for all or nothing we need a single payer and that's the only possible solution to any medical issue and it's like that's just fundamentally not true there's lots of ways to approach this you know and you have to address it for what it is so you know which to build back better yeah and so it's like the prices of all of these drugs and like i said you if if you the, those roads nobody gives a shit about those roads if you don't can't afford to have a car to drive on them because it costs you $1, oh $1, sure we got a there, we got a lot more to do epi- and i think that this is like uh, democrats need to win the midterms democrats you know they need it they need to maintain the house um they pro- you know they need they need to you know maintain some sort of legislative control because it, it could spiral yes, out very absolutely. quickly if Republicans take control of both houses. Like it could get, it could get frustratingly like ugly. But regardless, like your, I think your opportunity is to say, look, we didn't, pa- you know, we didn't necessarily, we didn't drive you off a cliff. In fact, we built a bridge over that cliff. Like let's go, let's yeah. go celebrate that and actually take the win instead of turn immediately turning around and being upset that like well, you didn't get quite all you wanted. Like that's like, you never get all you want. <laughs> it's always a compromise. Well, it, it, it's always don't. a compromise. There's, it's always a compromise, but they're, they're missing a lot of things. And like, for, for me, I don't like, Oh shit, I hit a pothole. Oh, well. Um, but you know, three, I'm getting ready to start, have to start paying student mm-hmm. loans again. And I'm staring down the barrel at that. And you know, you can say what you, everybody's always like, well, you took the loans out. You should do da, 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 da. Yeah. Well, I was 18 years old and they were like, here, have all of this money. You know, we either, you can't buy a house. You can yeah. do all these things without credit, but they'll give you tens of thousands of dollars and then not, you know, it, 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 it's, you just don't know. You walk through on, in your freshman year. And I, we actually had a, I had a conversation or I saw where somebody had tweeted this, um, you know that you know they were credit card lenders like waiting for you they they were they were predatory practices you know they they made it very very uh-huh. hard 
I can't refinance my loans. You can refinance a house, but you can't refinance. Oh, you can without with, if you're going to pay interest, right? That's the big thing that bothers me about student loans. Honestly, is that you have to pay interest on something that you can't discharge through bankruptcy, like like medical debt. You can yeah. discharge through bankruptcy. You can discharge a lot of stuff through bank, but you can't get rid of student loans. They stick with you forever. They are yeah. like when someone lends you money, when, the, when a lender lends you student loans, it is the safest investment because if you make any money at any point in the future, they're going to get their share of that. Like, like they'll garnish your wages. So like it's, so Absolutely. charging interest rates at, you know, charging these interest rates that are like the same as a credit card is just, mm-hmm. Like that's predatory. This is a predatory lending. That's where I get the problem. It's yeah, that's where money. I get the problem is it makes money for the it government. It doesn't really make the money for the government though. It makes money for like the middleman. It's the lending, the the banking class. You know the it, it it's frustrating. It should not be a money making. You know, student loans should not be a money making thing. It should be seen as an investment mm-hmm. in the future, and we don't we don't fucking mm-hmm. take care of people. Everything should be seen as progress. That's way educate. We need education reform in this country in general. Um, one, I'm over all the CRT bullshit. If you if you come at me with it, they're teaching critical you mean, race theory, you mean, you mean they're, they're, they're teaching you, know, you that slavery not. is bad and you don't like it, so go away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you know, sorry. You, oh, really? You you found grandma in your history book, and we're like, oh yeah, oh, oh that's mamma. Oh yeah, no. like um, oh, like uh, fucking what's her name? K. Ivy down in Alabama. She just banned critical race theory, but she protested a little black girl going to school. Yeah, fuck her specifically. Mm-hmm. But the, and that's and that's the problem. It's it's they 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 they're non issues. They're not looking at the actual issues that are being taught. They're looking at dumb shit. They're not looking at we need to be investing in our future. We need to be investing mm-hmm. in children. We're investing in the military and the police, but we're not investing in education. We're not making sure every fucking kid has a laptop in front of them because tech is what's happening, right? That's their 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 lives revolve around electronics. It's not like we used to, it used to be, and we're not investing enough in that. We're not investing enough in sending kids into trades, into community college, into higher learning of any sort, and all of that is the future. We're leaving it open to the class that can that can afford it that can afford to send their kids to school and these student loans make it so hard and i'm not saying that it should just be free you know i mean honestly maybe the fuck it should unless you own unless you have a private school it you're you it i mean be the thing free. we're talking about the, the, you may, they make they make a fuck ton of the, money the on problem sports. i mean the 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 whole student loan issue they didn't what, pay those what, kids what we're really dancing them. around here is the fact that tuition has gone stupid has gotten stupid in this country like that's absolutely books, books and tuition are just absolutely stupid and that we're really questioning whether or not financial like whether or not higher education is actually about education or financial gain for the institution like we're having some real questions about that because we're seeing it and 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 yeah a lot of the value is getting sucked out in these like you said these student loans i i i said i do think that you know student loans need to be accessible because how else will someone who is in a disadvantaged neighborhood be able to go become a doctor? Like that, like nobody's gonna, yeah, nobody's giving them money yeah. to nobody in their community is giving money to go to medical school. You know, we have a real maybe we should have a real question about whether or not higher education should be free or not. Um, 
I think I think that's another conversation altogether. But if, if, but if, if it's free, it opens up access to that. Sure. If he wants to be a doctor, I'm not saying take away the rigor. I'm not t- saying take away the 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 aspect, but it should be it should be an opportunity right if it's free you you that same uh, you know child in the poor neighborhood isn't can it doesn't have to look around and be like fuck how am i going to pay for this am i going to be in debt for the rest of my life i can't do that i i don't know how i'm going to do any of this i don't even know where i'm going to get my next meal um you know college isn't in the cards with, for me because it's expensive you know they don't typically give student loans um, to, well, to and poor there's a- people, my mom and dad have run up credit cards, like oh, shit, like that. Like they, they, it, it takes them out. Right, and, and, and way. Well, I mean, but but go back to the idea of the free though. Like the is there is a real question on is like for example, free education for a doctor, which is you know great, we got a doctor, but this doctor is now making you know three hundred thousand dollars a year, three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, starting out. Is that fair to not expect them to pay back the education? Because they are now they've improved their bin and now they can pay it back. So, so now I you mean, run into the question of: Do you give out student loan? Why? why pay them back? Uh, no, no, no. Like, I'm like, why have student? Why even have loans or make it cost anything at all? You got a doctor out of it. That doctor had to oh, go okay. for seven okay. years and had to do all of these various things. It's an invest. It's 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 like investing in in the community. It's like anything else. It's like almost. It's like building. It's like playing The Sims, right? Like you need to make your in, your community better, so you buy it, <laughs> right? Like that's that. It should be like playing The Sims. It should yeah. be like playing Monopoly. Yeah. It's it's their investments. I tell my kids all of the time, like what you're doing right now is it's an investment in your future. It's not a. It, it, it's you, you you don't get paid right now, but you have the opportunity to figure out what you want to do and do other things so that you can get paid mm. later. You know, it go to reinvest in that community. It, it's all about. It should be looked exactly like that. You know, the country should. It's almost like the stock. The stock market. You are investing. All right, I can see that. I mean, I guess that also makes the assumption that that doctor will pay their taxes and pay back into the system anyway. So we would need a more. Hey, you would need a more progressive tax system in order to support that as well. I want to throw it out there that it's very. I think this entire that we we disagree for like a couple seconds and have, but we've gone on like f- a 40 minute tangent of you and I kind of going back and forth. Cause we were going to talk about the, like we have a bunch of stuff written down and not what, like we touched on gerrymandering and, and voting rights. Um, but we didn't fucking touch the grid, at all. <laughs> <laughs> which is a big fucking deal, right? In 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 Texas, we'll see. We'll you know, see what happens. I think everybody's oh. uh, holding their breath. It's supposedly, I think it's going to be a warm, Winter is what uh, Noah was saying that we're going to have a warmer than usual winter, so we might not get yeah, freeze. Republicans are banking on yeah. climate change. So, but yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> Which is you know they really idiot. didn't do anything to fix anything. They you know passed a few, they passed a few feel good stuff that kind of like moved some money around. But as far as I saw, they haven't put a fa- uh, hard requirement in to winterize the power generation and power grid, which is really the fundamental issue that happened in the first place. And to everybody. So none of the problems. Zero, zero of it. 
zero problems. They were like, "Oh no, no, it's it's you know they they saw the engine hanging off the plane and we're like, yeah, oh, no, they like moved around, fine. like it's there's like they, seven they changed up there. ERCOT so it's easier to blame different people and things like that. But like the reality yeah. is that you know the 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 the, bolts the, the problem you know fuel line freezes in order to get into the fuel line to the uh, power station freezes. And that still f- can be frozen. <laughs> like, that that was what happened last time. I don't want to hear this bullshit about, oh, it was renewable energy that caused it to grid collapse. No, it wasn't. It's a fucking lie. Renewable energy at that during that period was actually overperforming what it was expecting. Yeah, last time I checked, the sun was still Well, it's actually, it's so it's mostly wind is what we're really talking about here. But even still, the wind was... Wind, the wind was... Wind generation was actually higher than anticipated during that period of time. What was failing was mostly natural gas plants and actually one of our nuclear plants, I think, went off service for a little bit. Um, you know, it oh, just... Fun. You know, it's what... I mean, safely. Don't get me wrong. Safely. I'm a big proponent of nuclear power. I think we need more nuclear power. No, I know. My dad is a... Uh, my my dad works at a nuclear power plant and that we were in in class the other day and the alarm started going off and it was longer mm-hmm. than normal and they're all like looking around like this what, mm-hmm. what is what is that and i was like that's the alarm at the uh, the nuclear power plant if i'm not running yeah. <laughs> my dad works right 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 we're, we're good <laughs> we're good don't even worry about it right uh but yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be a real issue um, going forward. And uh, well, it, and 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 Beto even came out with this recently about the grid. You know, the whole promise of having our own grid was cheaper prices. How much are you paying in yeah. electricity a month right now? Yes, me. Good question. Hannah what what, what, what about? Uh, 150 I don't, <laughs> I don't know man i have never i'm gonna be i pay all of the bills i do not pay the utilities is the only one okay so wh- what i want you okay so in that case you have homework now net for the next Ugh. time it's I, I want break, you to break. go on i want i'm curious now i want i want you to go and look and see how many how much you're paying per kilowatt hour god you're good it's Where on your phone that somewhere. Probably it's like a it being where is you know. It's, it's probably yeah. It's it's the amount. It's, it's the, the dollar per kilowatt hour is what you're charged. Yeah, if it's some bullshit number, I'm calling my dad. It'd be like this man? well, okay. So I'm paying <laughs> I think thirteen cents an hour kilowatt hour right now. Um, you know, I think I remember in other places I've paid as low as seven. You know, so I, it, it really is I'm curious, um, not total bill, because that obviously, you know, comes into play with insulation and how your heating source and all that. Um, yeah. So like outside of that, but just how much are you paying per kilowatt hour? I'm curious to see because you have Dominion, right? Yeah. Dominion, and if I remember correctly, that's, that's a state run utility. Okay. It is, yeah. That's no, the only yeah. one we have in the That's, state. Texas is funky because <laughs> there is no state-run yeah, no, no. utility. We don't, we don't usually is... have that problem when the power goes out. Virginia Power, or it used to be called Virginia Power, so you'll hear me say Virginia Power. What uh, you'll hear people also yeah. call them Vepco because it was Vepco in the '80s when my dad first started working there, 
And uh, then they moved to Virginia Power in the 90s, and then they changed to Dominion. And to tell you how long that man's been there, uh, he is a nuclear engineer, and he just got his <laughs> <laughs> he, he got his job as a nuclear engineer in the 80s. <laughs> and... Uh, he is, he is, he oh, just got his bachelor's degree, but <laughs> so much, it gets I, better. I love fo- not only that, old decades. <laughs> right? That motherfucker graduated with a 4.0 in n- nuclear engineering. He didn't get less than a hundred in any class Good he ever took. <laughs> how the fuck do you, how the fuck do you do that shit? Like, it's just crazy to me. I can barely add. And when I can't, <laughs> I have, I, right. my kids come to me for extra work, and I'm like, man, I don't even. What is that? Where's the right. alligator? Which way does right. it go? But but that's the thing, though. He it's it's a it's a public utility, right? That's been see that's that's yeah. not the Texas system. It's so freaking weird because the only public part of it is ERCOT, and they really just regulate the grid. But the grid is actually, oh, you know, the grid being the wires and 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 tower and poles. But those are actually owned by a couple of different companies, which only deal with the power and the poles, who get paid a percentage by brokers who actually buy the power from the from the power uh, plants and then sell it to you on this grid. But the reality is, even though that's what they're selling it for, your actual electricity be coming from everywhere because, oh, by the way, it's a grid. So it, it just, it's such a, it's such a convoluted process and convoluted system. What dipshit mastermind did, did that? Republicans. Republicans. They, Enron. Enron. No surprise there. Remember like Enron, the company that almost bankrupted America because yes. they – and you remember what their big scandal was? Was they were manipulating price prices is prices in uh, California? Do you think California yeah. was the only place that they were manipulating those prices? They were doing it here too. The only difference is California actually gave a shit. So instead, this situation, yeah. this Enron, what they, what they pushed and what they wanted, they got, and now, well, they're gone. But do you think that business concept went with them, or do you think other people are doing it and they're just manipulating them? They got smarter in how they're manipulating it. You know, it's it's oh yeah, it's no, an, it's an anti-competitive. One. Like the idea is, oh, you have more choice. But the reality is, you're going on like it's a convoluted process to switch. It's not easy. It's always a pain in the ass because you're switching bill pays and everything and you got to figure out these introductory plans because you go on this site that's was it choose power i forget the name of the site um that sounds it's, fucking it's stupid. some kind of like texas choice or choosepower.com and you're picking from all these plans but like if you just look at the numbers like, like oh six kilowatt hours Oh, that's great. I'll take that one for six cents, and that's the cheapest, and I'll go for it. And then you realize, because of all the fine print in there that you didn't read, that, oh, no, that six kilowatt was actually that introductory price for the first 30 days, and uh, your real price is going to be like 50 cents a kilowatt hour. Congratulations on your $300 electric bill. You can't switch again until next year. 
That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my entire. How the fuck? That is the it most is dystopian ridiculous. bullshit I've ever heard. Do you know what the fuck I do when I want to, like, if I want to move? Hey, Dominion. Uh, yeah, no, I live here now. <laughs> address. Uh, can you turn the power on? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got you. Click. Oh, look, the nope, fucking nope, lights are I on. I wish it were that easy. That is the dumbest. It is ridiculous. Dumbest, I mean, moving. Oh, shit. God. Try moving. I would rather try and move my cable subscription from Comcast than try and move <laughs> my power company. <laughs> That was easy too. Yeah. Hey Cox, you know, your 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 service service is just it is just terrible. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use you guys. <laughs> and then I called Verizon and I was like, hey, those other guys, they were just whoo, mm. they were fucking terrible. You guys wanna come set up a box? <laughs> yeah, we'll be there Tuesday. All right, cool, I'll be here Tuesday too. Yeah. Yeah, it's the the whole the whole point of this was supposed fucking to be Jesus. make things cheaper. And reality is it made it they made Texas yeah, it made it so it's like you have to have a phd and you have you have to be a savvy consumer of electrical plans like the same way like like you have to spend more time looking at your electrical plan than you do your cell phone plan <laughs> you know it's like like that's stupid that's so dumb and all it's doing is making it so people get rich and they don't even make that fucking thing work anyways and then you have stuff like the abbott tax you know uh we're gonna go ahead and tax you guys for the time that your shit Mm -hmm. didn't work i know that you didn't have power and oh you may have uh, had a family member who froze to death or some other terrible 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 thing but yeah we're gonna need you to pay another oh i know i know it's the whole thing is our bad it's how is nobody suing the state of Texas? Well, for that, because by the way? this is a very pro-business friendly state, and but that's not a pro-business thing. That's a we're just taxing you, and we didn't provide you a service. We didn't yeah. do anything for you. We fucked it up, but you're right. Gonna pay but for the our problem problems. is, I think I feel that, like it's a pro-business state, and that people don't like. Who are you going to sue? You're going to go to Texas courts to sue them? <laughs> I mean. It, it, Push that shit to uh, federal. See, I don't think uh, federal rules don't really work. That it doesn't. They don't want to meddle in Texas law, but they fucked it, over a lot of people. Every, it, it's not. It wasn't just Democrats. It wasn't just Republicans. I don't know what the federal government really could do about it without forcing the connections. Um, I, I, I do think that they, yeah, uh, fucking make them. Pay well, I think that no, they should. The Texas should definitely. Uh, you know, the federal government should definitely look in. You know, it would have been a great time with part of the feder- about part of this uh, infrastructure bill make the power grid a national security issue, and we need to ensure national security on the power grid. You know, universal. Hey, it's not a good idea to have NASA going out of power. It's not a good idea to have. You know, how, how many military bases we have on around here? Like, they need power too. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, who who, the, who are you talking to? We have. Oh, I know. I know. I live in I live in Indian Road. You've got um, everybody: Coast Guard, Army, Air Force. No, Marine. you live in a red state. We don't have. Space we got Space Force. Force. I, don't, I don't. Actually, I don't do you, know. Actually, got we got NASA. <laughs> so. yeah, NASA is no, Space but Force. they're I'm... they're cool like that though. <laughs> Yeah, because they're actually doing actual things oh, that I know. matter. 
I'm half tempted to join Space Force just so I can stand around and be like, all right. Yeah, I I never, I still like, it's just ridiculous. I think it's one of those things that's like, oh yeah, it's Space Force, but it's really the Air Force. (laughs) Right? Right? They're they're playing. (laughs) Right. They have to wear helmets. Right, something like Uh. that. Well, I, I know I, I promised you a Bodie story before we got out of here. And we got way, way, way off on a tangent a couple of times. Because I went, th- let's go ahead and go back to the fact that th- this all started. When I was <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, let's talk about this for 45 minutes. Look, you can you can be disappointed in Joe Manchin, and I completely understand that. But you know, also, I think it's important to look at the big picture strategically. You know, the enemy is Republicans. The enemy is the people who want to get rid of Roe versus Wade. You know, that's who. That's what yeah. we need to address. You know, that we disagreed some on a funding bill, funding tax and spend bill. Those are the kinds of politics I want to have. That's what I like. I wish that that was the big that was the big draw and thing to actually care about, you know, and that we weren't having to care about losing Roe versus Way. You know, it's like, are we are we are we gonna yeah. are we gonna go into the twenty twenty two and with you know, fuck Joe Manchin? We need you know to shoot Democrats in the foot, or are we gonna go into we need people who are gonna support Roe versus Way? Yeah, but it's not going to matter going into 2022 if we don't pass voting rights. That's well, the most important yeah, thing that has to pass, and we can't do we can't do that with Joe Manchin. So you know, we're, it's almost like we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. Well, you before make we him, go back you, down you, this I, road, I still say you you spend the energy to make him irrelevant, not to remove him. Because again, unless unless you think a more progressive, I agree with that. candidate could win West Virginia. I personally think that that's not going to happen, but uh, if you no. think that, you want to test that theory, but no, I'm I don't not think that. It. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not. I, we, I, I agree with you with mm. making him in, irrelevant, but that's neither here nor there. So, the other night when all the news broke that he said he wasn't going to vote on Build Back Better, better, and he came out and uh, supposed allegedly said this shit about poor people. I'm just sitting on the couch and I forgot Bodie was like in the kitchen, probably burning <laughs> it down or something as, as, um, they, as they do. I was like, I, I, yeah, as he does, I was, I, I'm watching it come down and he said something, they, they said he said something. I was like, man, fuck Joe Manchin. And then all I heard was little feet just, and comes running around the corner and goes, yeah, fuck Joe Manchin. I was no, like, yeah, I failed as a parent. Yeah, but no. You, you don't need to be saying <laughs> yeah, that, buddy. No. <laughs> Let's have a conversation about <laughs> and how Daddy is also right. It's going to be confusing, but let's just end this conversation with you not using that word. Right, ever. right. Don't get me in. Just, just, just don't get me in trouble. That's that's all I care Please about. Don't get like. Me in you can, you can say what you got to say, but just don't get me in trouble. Use it with your friends, but make sure you don't get caught. I don't know, man. <laughs> All right. So 
let's go ahead and and, and wrap this thing down um, again. Uh, you can find us on our social media at uh, on Twitter at at Look Do Better Days. You can find our us on all podcast streaming services. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We have a YouTube channel. We don't do video anymore. Um, Ryan didn't want you to see how pretty he always is. It's him, not me. Um, so find us anywhere you stream podcasts. Let your friends know. Keep on getting out. Keep on volunteering. Keep on donating. And keep on looking ahead to better days. <laughs>